Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live on this beautiful day and, as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas, guess what, a huge success. Ladies, I trust that you all had a fantastic weekend and that, of course, you're ready to be absolutely productive for the week, right? You're ready to be the queen of your empire. You're ready to be the queen of actions and make some things happen for yourself and your business. Now, all this month, our theme has been getting things done, right? I mean, here we are smack in the middle of the year. We're actually over the middle hump, and we're, we're in the downward uh, turn of closing out this year, right? And many of you may have the mindset that, oh, well, um, it's the end, almost the end of the year. I might as well just stop what I'm doing and try again next year. Of course, that's the wrong mindset to have, right? And then there are those of you who have the all-empowering mindset like a queen, which is I am going to regroup, get back to the drawing board, and some things are definitely going to happen for me this year before the close of this year. Yes. That's exactly the mindset we all should be having. A queen never gives up. A queen never turns around and look at what hasn't been done and and allows that to discourage her. Instead, she allows it to fuel her to the next level. And certainly, that's exactly what you've got to do when you're in business. Let me tell you something. You know, business is not always just going to fall in your in your lap. It's not always just going to do exactly what you want it to do. It requires to have the queen at the head and for you to lead it in a manner that is persistent, that is consistent, right? Always taking action, always moving forward, and never looking back in regret, but only looking back to learn and add to your blueprint so that you can be successful, right? And that is the way it should be. So for any of you who may be thinking, well, maybe it's too late for me this year. Maybe I'll start. That's the same type of attitude, right, that you might have had the previous year that has you thinking the same thing this year, right? Because remember, thoughts, words, deeds, actions, they're all formulating habits. And those habits can become automated, even in certain times of seasons and years, those habits can come up around those times. And so you have to be very, very careful about that. And so for those of you that are listening today, I want you to know and understand that the reason why we must stay focused and pay close attention as we move forward and close out this year strong, we have to come up with a strategy just for the rest of this year that's going to help us get the results that we are seeking. Now, if you have not scheduled a power talk with me yet, and this is very important, if you haven't scheduled a power talk with me yet, I don't know why. I don't know what you're waiting on. I know that a lot of women have told me that they were waiting to try to compile and pull things together and get things done, but that's not the way you do it, right? If 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 you feel that you have all of the answers, then you really don't even need anybody. You just need to really be get, getting your results, right? But that's not the way it works for most humans. We all need instruction. We all need mentorship. We all need help. We all need someone that's going to hold our hands and help us to get to the next level. And of course, here at Successful Woman Radio, as your your coach, as the host of the show, I'm offering that to you at no cost for your initial consultation. Every single year, as a matter of fact, I give a free power talk session. And then for those of you who bless me by listening to the show, who um, share the show with others, as you know, I will offer additional power talks 
that you will have to schedule within 24 hours of the show that you listen to, right? And so these things are very, very important because I do indeed charge an actual $125 an hour for a consultation or a single coaching session. So, therefore, you should know that I am gifting you $125 every time I mention to you to go schedule your Power Talk. Now, whether you take that or not, whether you want to schedule it, what all of your reasons are for not scheduling it, I don't really know. What I do know and what I can be assured of is that if you do schedule it, I am going to give it 100 or 200% of my all. I'm going to listen to you, listen to your challenges or listen to your ideas. I'm going to give you ways to monetize your business or I'm going to give you some steps to take to reach the goal that you're trying to reach. I'm going to give you love. I'm going to give you motivation and encouragement. That I can guarantee you. Okay, but only if you take the first step in scheduling the power talk itself. So I just want to start off the show with that and share with you how to actually schedule your power talk. All you need to do is go to Women About Biz. That's our main website, Women About Biz. That's B I Z as in zebra dot net. WomenAboutBiz.net. Now, you can reach the Power Talk page in two ways. You Actually, all you need to do is just go to that website, and you can scroll right beneath the header picture of the website on the homepage, and it's right there for you. It says free coaching session just for you, and there is a link that says click here to schedule. Now, you can do that, or you can simply, you know, um, click on build your empire at the top menu bar and then select coaching in the drop down menu. And even right when you get on the coaching page, it has there a welcome for me and free coaching session just for you at the top as well. So again, there is no reason you can't go to anybody and say, well, I'm not having the support or I don't get the support that I need because I can guarantee you this is something that I want to make sure as business women, as women that are wanting to start businesses, that I want to make sure that you know support is there for you. So you can't use that excuse right? Not when it is being offered to you through Women About Biz. So I want to make sure you know that that support is there. But as we reach, okay, towards the end of the year, it's important for you to really look at what the goals are that you're wanting to accomplish. And one thing that you don't want to do is you don't want to overwhelm yourself. So what I would suggest that you do is look at two or three goals that you can accomplish this year with your business. Maybe one of them can be a sales goal, and you need to be realistic with your sales goals of where you're trying to go. But list those two or three goals, and then schedule your power talk now. I want, you know, hey, if some of you are got your laptop in front of you, just go to womenaboutbiz.net. And go ahead and schedule your Power Talk. Now, if you've already had a Power Talk with me for this year, I'm offering to you to do a halfway point Power Talk. Let's look at how you're doing, where you need to go from here, okay? But you must make that Power Talk uh, within the next 24 hours as I'm offering only to those who are listening to the show. So it needs to be scheduled within the next 24 hours after that. I will send you an email and reject that Power Talk appointment. Why? Because at some point, we have to start being structured. At some point, we have to respect the instructions of those that are helping us, right? I think we do. So definitely go ahead and take action on that as soon as you can. I want to welcome all of you who are new to the Successful Woman Radio Show. I'm Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, and I'm so excited to be here with you. I've got so much to share with you today. First of all, I want to first apologize for our show last week. There were some technical difficulties. I was actually on a plane to uh, Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, as the show was being aired. I had pre-recorded the show, but there were some problems that happened um, with the upload of the pre-recording, and so we have to, we're still dealing with that, so we will restore the show even if I have to do that topic all over again. We will send you an email or a text 
and let you know uh, that the show indeed is up and ready to be listened to. So again, my apologies for that, but we will be making sure that that show is available for you to listen to. Today, we have a really good topic for you. As all of this month, we have been discussing getting things done. And of course, if you're not identifying the tasks or to-do items to support your goals, and at the end of the week, you can't even identify completed items that might be generating income, then you're not getting things done. And as CEOs of our business, we, no one else, we have to be evaluating our own actions. We have to be holding our own selves accountable to make sure that we are being the very best CEO that we can be for our businesses. And if we aren't willing to do that, then that's where we've got to really work on ourselves. We've got to slow down and and just not even put our businesses out there yet because there are some things that we have to do to work on ourselves. As a matter of fact, I've had several people to ask me that before. I've had people to say, you know, Coach Trina, I don't know what it is, but every time, you know, I promise someone something, I can't seem to get it out to them. And then a day you pass by, weeks pass by, months pass by, and then I just procrastinate and I never get it to them. And of course, I've lost the client. And, you know, what I've had to suggest to them, they may not have liked it, right? However, it is something that I think is important. If there are skills that you feel personally that you are struggling with and you really need to get those skills in place before you become the CEO of your business or before you move forward, then, of course, that's something that you've got to do, right? Uh, Some of those skills that women tend to have an issue with tend to be time management, tend to be asking for the money or understanding sales, or they procrastinate so much on a marketing strategy, they've never ran their business with a marketing strategy, and they've never seen the results that they're looking for. Now, if you you have a business that, you know, has been a year in the making for a year or less, you, you do probably have that leeway to just slow it down and just move back and, and start strengthening those skills personally that you need to strengthen to be that better CEO. But if you have clients, you can't just stop the business, right? This, the, the suggestion I gave just now was for those people that really don't have clients, they, they really haven't gotten themselves off of the ground, even though their business might have been in existence for a year as a corporation or as a business license, you still haven't really done anything, you have that opportunity to go back and strengthen yourself as the CEO. And perhaps that's what you need to work with me on. You need to allow me to guide you and to strengthen you, motivate you, encourage you, help you develop those um, CEO skills that you need to have for being the CEO of the business, right? But for those of you that have been in business much longer, you have some clients, you are actively marketing, you can't necessarily stop the business, but what you can do is that you can learn to properly delegate and allow other people to help you to compensate for those skills that you don't have. And that's exactly what we are going to be talking about today. Our theme or our topic for today, not our theme, because our theme is getting it, getting things done, but our subtopic for today is how to delegate like a queen. And I'm going to be breaking it down for you because delegation is just such an important part of being the CEO, of, of getting the results that you want to get. And I can tell you with all certainty, that oftentimes we are in our own way when it comes to being more successful in business. Either it's our fear, either it's our um, constant excuse of not having enough money, or either we are not properly delegating, we're trying to hold on to the the baby, which is the business, too long. So there are certain things as women that we have in common that we tend to do that doesn't allow our businesses to grow like it should, right? And so again, as we look at getting things done, this is the time that you have really got to have the right attitude. You've got to have that 
charge for it attitude, that I am going to make this thing happen attitude, that I'm going to get out of my own way attitude, that I'm going to stop comparing myself to others who are in the same business field attitude. You have got to develop that attitude that's going to get you to the next level. And I'm going to just let you know, girl, that comes from the inside. Okay, that's something that comes from the inside. And don't let anyone else tell you anything different. And it's time for you to understand that you are more in the picture of making your business a success than any other thing. It comes from your personal power and your ability to be so powerful that you are able to free yourself from the bondage of doing everything on your own and letting others help you. And that's exactly what, again, what our topic is all about today, how to delegate like a queen. I'm also going to give you the five new questions of leadership. I'm going to give you the excerpt from the book, The Power of your subconscious mind. And today, I'm going to be reading to you an excerpt from the section, chapter nine, how to use the power of your subconscious mind for wealth. I think that you will definitely enjoy that and want to stay on with us at the show, on the show, so that you can get those nuggets, those golden nuggets of utilizing your subconscious mind to create the finances that you want. So again, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for listening to the Successful Woman Radio Show. Of course, it's never too late to invite someone to the show. So if you can, bless me and bless us here at the show by sharing the show with at least one person. Again, by sharing the show with at least one person. Okay, and to do that, if you have a pen in hand, simply tell them to dial in at 347-637-2589. I do see that we have extra slots where people can dial in from their phone. So tell them to just quickly dial in and listen, 347-637-2589. I really want you guys to make get in the habit every time you receive the text that the show is going to be live in in the next 30 minutes or so, go ahead and forward that to at least one other person, okay? Don't be selfish and think, I don't want to let other people know what all the tips and stuff that I, nuggets I'm getting. No, come on now. That doesn't breed success. That, 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 that breeds failure. You want to be able to share with other women that there is a good resource out there for them, right? So very, very key, okay? Um, I am so excited to share with you so many of the things that went on with me this last week. My husband and I, we kind of had a two-part trip. One was a vacation to Punta Cana, Dominica Republic. The second half of the trip was as um, me being a real estate agent in Punta Cana for the purpose of selling real estate. And and I tell you, I had such a good time. We had tours, but the opportunities that are literally in Punta Cana for others to come over and purchase uh, vacation rentals and condos and villas, which are homes there, um, is just phenomenal. The country is in a growth spurt, especially the Punta Cana area, which uh, had been just a vacation spot for uh, luxurious resort areas, right? But now the the infrastructure of the town is being built, and you know it's like com- truly coming in at the ground floor level with condos and villas and rentals and hotels and all of these different things that are happening. I went over not only for vacation, but to learn how I can share that information with other business owners who and investors who are interested in owning their own vacation rental, not a timeshare, but owning their own condo, owning their own villa, owning property in Dominica Republic. Um, it is 
quite incredible. It's quite phenomenal. Um, and they have condos over there, by the way, that are going for uh, in the 60s and 70s, as far as $60,000, $70,000 that are beautiful, uh, whole full res- uh, condo resorts being built where you will be able to own it. And for the weeks that you aren't using it, you will be able to make money similar to an Airbnb. And so I'm just so excited about it. And I will be sharing this information in the Women About Biz Crown um, Crown community. As a matter of fact, I'm putting together a webinar for those individuals that are interested and would like to look at the topic of owning land and property in Dominican Republic. I will be creating a webinar for those individuals. But know that these are opportunities that we will have to take advantage of right away. This is not something that you can drag your feet on. Uh, for example, I remember when those condos were going for forty and fifty thousand dollars, and sixty and seventy. Now they're going for a hundred and fifty. They're going for two hundred thousand. So those are the ones that have been built already. Now. Um, the condos that haven't been built, but the developers have already broken ground. They're already uh, getting ready to build it. And so uh, now they're offering those condos, you know, in the thousands. And this is the time to get on board because they'll be double the price and then triple the price in just a year or so. So we have to understand and know about how to properly invest, when to, when to get in on the ground floor level. And the beautiful thing about it is that Keller Williams, of course, the world-renowned real estate company, um, has gone over there and really done some great work with developers in making sure that those developers are vetted, that they, they are good construction builders, and that they come through on their projects. And so I can't wait to share it with those of you who are interested in investing. And stay tuned because I've already started buying, and I will also be creating opportunities for those of you that are not yet ready to buy, but you want a great opportunity to have vacation in Dominica, and so therefore, I am creating a vacation club for those of you that might be interested in the vacation club where you can own a week uh, of my condo with me, so I'm very excited about that. So I will be sharing more and more information with you this week. Uh, in the coming weeks, and hopefully there will be many of you who understand the power of investment, and you're talking about um, a country that is in certain areas, such as in Punta Cana, that's still underbuilt. Uh, It's still building its infrastructure out and growing and becoming a very modern city. And just think you have the opportunity to be at the ground floor level of that. That is quite in incredible. And so um, don't overlook it. When you see the email, when you get the text, make sure you participate. Right now, I want to remind all of you, if you stop saying the I am worthy affirmation, shame on you. You know you should be saying it every single day. But I want to remind you that the I am worthy affirmation is there for you to use to remind yourself of your value of who you are. So I want to just share that right now because I pulled it out this morning. I said it and boy, did it empower me. I said it seven times uh, because I needed that pick me up this morning. I am worthy of love, peace, abundance, success, and wealth. Starting right now, I will have faith in my worth, believe in my worth, act on my worth, charge what I'm worth. I want to say that for you one more time. I am worthy of love, peace, abundance, success, and wealth. Starting right now, I will have faith in my worth, believe in my worth, on my worth, charge what I'm worth. I want to go with over these four areas, right, of what you need to make sure that you start your day out with. Number one, you've got to have faith in your worth, right? Your worth is your bond. Your worth is the fact that you were pre-installed all of the things to be successful. God meant for you to be a successful woman. Okay, and you have to have faith in that. Even when you can't 
see it, you've got to keep moving forward and taking action anyway. Have faith, right? Faith is 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 really believing in something even though you can't yet see it. Right? It's, it's not yet known to you in a tangible way, but you have faith because you believe in you. And so it's important that you keep the faith. And then number two is you have to believe in your worth. But you guys know the kind of belief that we have to have. It's that unshakable faith, that level of belief so deeply rooted that it compels you to take swift and immediate action in all that you do and all who you are. And then you have to act on your worth. You see, these go together. These have to be in harmony with one another. You have to act on your worth. That means you have to become the queen of action because if you have faith and you believe, then then action is a natural thing that occurs, right? If you can't take action, I can guarantee you you're not at the right faith and belief level that you should be in because the right faith and belief level, they compel you. It means that you have a natural feeling, a natural desire of wanting to take the action, right? And lastly, as businesswomen, something that we all have dealt with from one, at one time or another, you have to charge what you are worth. You've got to stop worrying about, well, is that too much? I don't know. That may be too much. Well, there is a due diligence that you do when you are pricing your product, right? You don't want to be overpriced. You want to look at what others are charging, sure. You want to make sure that you're able to add value, and sometimes you want to go right beneath that value to encourage others to use your service or buy your product. But what you don't want to do is you don't want to doubt yourself. Once you make that decision, move forward with it, honey. Get going and say, this is how much I charge. Charge what you're worth. So very, very important. And I just wanted to remind all of you that you are indeed worthy of that love, that peace, that abundance, that success, and that wealth. But you have to be willing, right? to take the action. You have to get out of your own way, learn how to tap into your personal power, and start making some things happen for yourself. With that said, I'm going to move right on into the five questions of leadership. These are five questions that you should be asking yourself and giving answers to them, but not only giving the answers, but allowing the answers to take you to whatever planning, business planning you need to do, to whatever business development needs to happen as a result of your answer, right? Number one, what's your functionality today? What do you choose? Are you a procrastinator or an action taker? What is that? And if those of you who have been listening haven't caught on to it yet, your actions really are tied into your faith and your belief. If for some reason you find yourself procrastinating, not wanting to take action, something is going on with your belief system in you. It's not at the peak at the level that it should be because there should be a natural compelling of you wanting to take the action. And if it's not, if you're having to always drag yourself, you've got to go back and evaluate what's going on with you. Oftentimes I find like if I, I if it's something that I'm not wanting to take an action on and I'm dragging and dragging and dragging and, and then I realize that I'm not having the belief level that I want, then something's telling me that this is not what I want at all. This is not exciting me enough. It's not what I really want and I'm being um, a procrastinator because I'm either caring too much about what other people are thinking to let it go or um, I'm unsure and I need to really go to my coach and talk with my coach about it and really evaluate that, right? So as, as CEOs of our business, it's, imp- it's important for us to really be in tune with who we are and when something is going on that we need to nip in the bud. This is one of those areas when we test ourselves on our own functionality. Are we functioning as an action taker or as a procrastinator, Okay.
Here's number two. Are you on target with your sales and profit goals this week or month? Are you on target? It's a simple question, but yet it can be a very complex question, right? Being on target, whether you know that or not, is that you have already would have had sales goals. Right? You already know what your break-even point is. That's something that you have to determine. If you don't have that, then your answer is going to tell you to go back to the drawing board and work it out. Here's number three. What offers do you need to create or reach your sales and profit goals, right? Sometimes we say we want a certain thing, but we haven't even really planned it all the way out to figure out how we're actually going to get there, right? And so success is all about creating a roadmap for yourself or a blueprint for yourself, giving you step-by-step directions and uh, tasks on how to, how to get there. And if those aren't in place, then sometimes you're not going to see your sales. You're not going to see those profits, right? Here's number four. Number four in the five new questions of leadership is, is your marketing strategy in place? As we know, one of the most important things to a business is marketing. If you aren't clear on your target market, if you aren't marketing in a consistent fashion, okay, I don't care if you're marketing, but if you're not marketing consistently, you still aren't going to get the results you're seeking, right? So you've got to be marketing consistently in these four areas, at least social media. You've got to do some advertisement online. You've got to do some email sequences and some videos. And if you are unsure, then you need to be going ahead and scheduling a power talk with me so I can at least provide you with some core information and then refer you to a marketing consultant that can help you build out your marketing strategy. But what you don't want to do is keep thinking that you know everything, but you haven't gotten results. I want you guys to pay attention to something right now. As you know, I talk to hundreds of businesswomen every year. Right, I'm doing countless numbers of power talks and consultations, coaching sessions. And the one thing that I do know about us as women that we can have in common, we have a really strong desire to succeed. And so sometimes, though, we have that desire in the wrong place. Sometimes we refuse to let someone else help us or we refuse to delegate it out or uh, we, we, even when we don't have the knowledge of how to do something, we are moving in the blind, but it's like there's a false signal going on. It's almost like as long as I keep myself busy, I'm busy being busy, that is an indication to me that I'm successful or I'm, I'm working on it. But that's not true in business, right? If you're busy being business, busy, busy being business, that's a, ton, a, a tongue twister actually, busy being busy, then the problem with that is, is that you have convinced yourself that what you are doing is right even when it's wrong or even when you're going in the wrong direction. And busy being busy will get you nothing. It'll just keep you busy, flustered, frustrated, broken, disgusted. I know this all too well. And sometimes I have to be strong with you guys and just let you know, girl, you better put your big girl panties on and admit that you don't know how to do all of this stuff so you can get the right help. Because as long as you keep doing the same thing in different ways and practicing the system of insanity, it is not going to happen. It wasn't until I was willing to admit to myself that I don't know everything, okay? I don't know everything, and I need help. I need to get some people to help me. I need to understand what's going on here. It wasn't until I did that that I actually, I, I, I unleashed myself. I took myself out of bondage, and I allowed myself to grow and thrive in business by allowing others to guide me who, who had been there, done that. I allowed myself to learn how to properly delegate and how to make some things happen. And that's what I'm saying to you today. Very, very important. Um, and so, again, take these five questions of leadership very seriously because they were designed to hone your to help you to become the CEO. And the one thing about being the CEO of your business is that you, you aren't the one that's actually doing all the tasks, all of the projects. You're not the one. 
But what you have to do is know how to lead those that are helping you. And you definitely have to make sure you have that in place. Your leadership skills have to be in place or else it makes it weak, okay? It makes it weak for you to be able to take the right kinds of action for yourself, okay? It's interesting. I noticed that as I'm talking about this, I am seeing um, several people um, hanging up on the, the line. I don't know if their phones got cut off, but most of the time when I start saying stuff that cuts, I do notice when people hang up, they don't want to hear it. It's hurting them. It's cutting them. And I'm sorry, but it has to. It has to because sometimes we need to hear what we're not doing and we need to have a little spanking in order to get us to go to the next place, right? We need to be able to do that. Last but not least in the five questions of leadership is on the scale of one to ten, exactly what is your belief level, right? Remember, your belief level is tied directly into your actions. If you're taking action, again, you should see your goals being accomplished, your to-do items marked complete on your checklist. Things are moving. Things are happening. You may not even see the money coming in yet, but you see the consistency. The action is there. You are being the queen of action, okay? So there you have it, ladies. You have the five new questions of leadership. And it is my desire that you ask these questions of yourself as often as necessary to hone in on your leadership skills, your CEO skills, to start preparing yourself to take those actions that you need to to create a wildly successful business. I'm giving it to you, okay? So make sure. Make sure that you are asking those questions. For those of you that have just tuned in, I do see people popping into the show. Uh, You are listening to no other than hmm, the Successful Woman Radio Show, and I'm Trina Newby, your host and business success coach. So glad that you are here. Make sure that you mark your calendar for every Monday at 12 noon Eastern and be empowered with information that you will be able to put to use right away every day, generating the income that you desire. So welcome, welcome. I'm so glad that you are here. It is 12.36 after the hour. We have about 24 minutes left in the show. Don't hang up that phone, you know, don't click off because I have other great information for you, okay? We're going to be talking about becoming queen of delegation. I'm going to give you some step-by-step things to think about and to take action on that are going to help you to be a better delegator, okay? Uh, So I want you to pay attention to that. Right now, I want to just make a couple of announcements. First, I want to give a big congratulations to Women About Biz member Pamela Boudre, who celebrated her third year anniversary a couple of weeks ago. I had the privilege um, of being her keynote featured speaker. I felt so honored for that. Uh, Pamela, again, runs She Ministries, uh, which stands for Soaring High Eagles. And uh, it's just a beautiful organization that helps homeless women and children in abuse shelters and in the community right here in the state of Georgia. And so I was, again, so honored to be a featured speaker. Uh, She started out with not having a nonprofit organization. And then, you know, I coached her and she She was very coachable. I was able to help her, and here it is, her celebrating her third year um, in her ministry, she ministries, you know, and she has helped so many people, and she has been able to receive funding from Walmart and uh, from other organizations that have helped her. She's doing extremely well, and I know that she is going to be a large nonprofit organization that is truly out about her business. So again, a big congratulations to Pamela Boudre. And I also want to remind you guys about your strategic plan for 2023. I have had some people to ask Ask me if I am planning to do a group coaching program just for strategic planning for 2023. Uh, I am thinking on it. I'm looking at how I can fit that into my schedule for the rest of this year. But 
I want to remind all of you that it is that time of year to start planning your business strategy for the new year. When you are proactive, and hear me, ladies, hear me, when you are proactive in getting a head start, it allows you to also get better structured and have more time to consider the goals you would like to accomplish. It's important for you to remember that each new goal will require a new set of tasks, which do take time for you to implement. And it takes time for you to figure out what services, what new services you'll be adding, what old services you will be eliminating. And the same thing for products. If you have products, what new products you'll be adding to the line what other products that aren't selling so so well you're losing money on, you'll eliminate. So you have to make sure that you give yourself time to do all of this. And and I so I am asking you to make a commitment to yourself and your business to be proactive for 2023. If you do that, you're going to be so happy. It's important to remember that each new goal, again, will require a new set of tasks, which take time to implement. But I want to take it a step further and give you an example of what I'm saying. If your goal is to get more consistent with social media, you'll need to develop content, including your monthly themes, your images. You'll need to create social media templates that you'll be using to post your quotes and phrases on. You'll need to create social media uh, content and then develop a content calendar. So as you see, if you wait until January to try to start doing something like this, you're going to be three months behind before you, before the new year is even started. You don't want that. So you have got to be proactive and a queen of action, right? Now, for your pre-strategy phase, this is very important. Here are some things that you need to do for your pre-strategy phase. That means now's the time to start pulling all of these documents together. So here we go. For your pre-strategy phase, compile your checking account statements since January. Print them out, okay? Generate a report on your click-through ratio from your email marketing system. So if you have... Uh, MailChimp, Constant Contact, Mail or Lie, Active Campaign. Try, and you've been sending out emails, okay, on a consistent level somewhat, even if it's somewhat consistent. If you've been, been doing that, then generate that report on your click-through ratio because you're going to need that. Determine the leading products or services, meaning what have people most paid you for, Okay. Identify which products or services didn't sell because you're going to have to probably eliminate them. The only reason you wouldn't eliminate them is if you really didn't give them a fair shot because you weren't consistent on your marketing, okay? Then you have to determine what marketing campaigns didn't work and which ones did. See, that's why you needed to pull that click-through ratio report, right? So what marketing campaigns didn't work and which ones did? Next. How Ask yourself how many new contacts opted into your free offers, right? Now, these are individuals that actually become your leads because they have actually freely opted in and said, yes, I'm interested in what you have to offer. And then last but not least, these three things need to be also looked at. What is your average sales on a monthly basis? What improvements are needed? Where do you as the CEO see that improvements are needed in your company? and what needs to be eliminated, okay? What what are some of the things that need to be eliminated, right? And last but not least, you've got to grade yourself. Have And so you've got to ask yourself, have I been an effective CEO for my company? Have I led my company in the right way? So those are some things, not all, but those are some pre-strategy things that you need to put on your checklist um, in order to make those things happen. We will go ahead and make this out of an article and so that you will be able to go and read this in further detail on the Women About Biz website. Again, I want to thank all of you for listening to the show, and I see still we have people tuning in, so I want to welcome you to Successful Woman Radio. I'm Trina Newby, your host and business success coach. Now on to our topic for today, how to delegate like a queen. Again, how to delegate like a queen. Now, listen up. This is very important. All this month, 
we have been talking about getting things done. And we really do have to keep it real with ourselves in that, you know, if we have not, been identifying our task. If there was certain, if we haven't been delegating, if if we really can't even measure our results because we ourselves have been procrastinators, then things are not getting done. And that's what this whole month has been about. So I definitely encourage you to go and listen to the replays on the on the whole month on the things of the uh, topics of the whole month. Okay, but today we are talking about how to delegate like a queen. And delegation is truly one of the skill assets that can help you move your business to the next level faster than any other process. Are you guys listening to this? Are you taking notes? Because this is key. However, it's important for you to understand how to use the power of delegation, okay? Because a lot of people think that they are delegating and they actually are not delegating. Something else is going on that you're going to learn about in just a few minutes. So the benefits of delegation, of delegation, what are they? Well, it shortens your learning curve, right? You can 10x your task and projects. That term 10x refers to how you can multiply the effects or the results of what you're doing in a massive way when you are able to 10x it. And delegation definitely helps you to 10x your tasks and your projects. It also allows you to be in the CEO role, right? So instead of you trying to do everything all by yourself, right, a mindset that does not lead to success, I can tell you that, personal testimonial on that. Instead of, um, instead of you trying to do everything, delegation allows you to be in the CEO role, right? And then it gives you an objective view of your business productivity. It, it allows you to step back because you're not in it. It allows you to step back and it allows you to see it for what it really is. Is it working? You know, if what I delegated was enough, do I need to delegate other things? You can actually step back and look at how the business is doing or how that particular task is is coming along, okay? Now, there are two terms I need you to understand. For those of you that are long-time listeners, you've heard them before, but you need to hear it again. There are two terms. One is delegation, and two is something called abdication, okay? So I'm going to give you the definition of both. Number one, delegation means to assign with detail, instructions, and follow-up. Okay, that's what that de- de- uh, delegation means is that you are going to assign with detail, instruction, and follow up along with deadlines, right? Um, you're going to be giving deadlines to that individual and letting them know when you will be following up with them. However, abdication means to turn over without instructions or follow up. Okay, abdication. That's what that means. It means to turn over without instructions or follow-up. And I keep repeating it because I really want you guys to get this and understand the difference between delegation and abdication because many business women have a tendency to abdicate and not delegate. Okay, and then what I hear is a lot of complaint about what this person isn't doing and you need to find another VA or you need to find somebody else to help you because they aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. And then when I go to ask them, well, before you look for another VA, let's take a look at you. And then they'll get indignant with me and go, what do you mean, look at me? You don't need to be looking at me. I'm not the problem. But the the key point here is that oftentimes we're in our own way. We are the problem to the issue. So, for example, if I say to you that I would like to see a social media post every single day, and I need you to coordinate that social media post and create it, that's not enough. Now I'm just telling you to do it, but I'm just leaving you to your own to go and figure all of it out, and that's not enough for a person to figure that out. I haven't, I haven't told you 
what the theme of the week would each week would be. I haven't told you where to go get images, how to use the images. I haven't told you any of that. Just a quick note, I had a client at one time. She had someone creating a social media um, calendar for her, and she told them, just go out and find the images. And so they were going to Google, and they were just copying images and placing them in the social media memes for her and then posting it out there. And she was like, oh, that looks so good. But guess what? She started getting emails and letters in the mail telling her that she was violating uh, trademark and copyright privileges um, because the uh, the pictures, the images did not belong to her, and she was getting threatened with suits, or they were wanting her to pay. Some were wanting her to pay like five thousand dollars for the use of an I- illegal use of an image that she, you know, and she called me like total disarray and, and overwhelmed. The please help me, what's going on? And I had to refer her to an attorney. Listen, I know what I'm talking about because I deal with this stuff day in and day out. And I know what I'm saying when I tell you, you best learn the difference between delegation and abdication. Abdication will come back and snap you when you're behind faster than you know it, and you will be like in trouble in many ways if, if you allow somebody to just take your stuff and go do what they think needs to be done, all because you didn't provide them with instructions and you definitely didn't follow up. So I just gave you a quick example of what happened to a client. And so, again, what you want to always be in the mindset of is delegation. You want to assign with detailed instructions, follow-up, and deadlines. That's what you want to do. Otherwise, you can't, otherwise you don't have any control. When you so, Sometimes we have so much pressure on us. And and we don't know how to do something, and it overwhelms us to the point that when we do give it to someone to help us, we are so happy to get that, quote, monkey off our back that we just advocate it, and we don't even worry about how we've handed it over. We just turned it over without instructions or follow-up, and that's abdication, and that is why some of those things will keep happening to you, and you want to pay attention to that, right? So here's the proper way to delegate like a queen. Get your notepad out, write these down. Number one, the first thing you want to do before you even delegate is to identify the outcome or results you would like for each project or task. Okay, that's key. What results are you looking for? What is the outcome supposed to be? The second thing that you want to do is you want to create your deadline for your task, okay, or your milestone date for your project. If this is going to be a project that you estimate may take 30 days or more, then you are going to have milestone dates, which are deadlines for certain tasks to be completed within a certain time frame, right? That's very, very key. The third thing is develop a detailed instruction on how you would like the task performed. There are some tasks that have to be performed in a structured way in a chronological order. If you go out of order, it could cause problems. So you are the only one that knows the order of things and how you want them to take place. And so you need to be doing that, right? If it is in a a project, number four, if it's a project, then you will need to create a checklist of tasks in order that need to be completed and any special instructions for each task. Right? So just because you delegate, it does not let you off of the hook that you still have to do some work and take some action. Because, see, that's what a lot of people think. When I delegate, I'm not going to have to do anything. Oh, quite the contrary. Now, wait a minute, honey. This is your company. Whoever you're delegating to, you're just asking them to be a part of your team and getting something done. But you certainly shouldn't be advocating Think about it. Abdication means, here's an example. Abdication means, listen, I'm going to turn this over to you and you just do with it as you will. You just take this task and you flip it upside down and you just do with it as you will and you make all the decisions and I'm just going to sit back in my office and wait on you to tell me uh, when you're finished with it. I can't begin to tell you how many people have 
have abdicated and how many people to this very day are sitting in their office still waiting on stuff that should have been done within a, a, a few days or weeks that they're still waiting months for it to come back to them. Okay? And so this is a key point that you need to understand that all of that falls in your lap. I own a virtual assistant company, as many of you know, called soloassist.net. And I have many clients who get upset because something is not happening fast enough. And I'll go back to them and say, you didn't give a deadline to the virtual assistant. So they prioritize based on dates. So let's go back and add a date to this so that this person knows that it's needed right away or needed within 24 hours or needed within 48 hours. When you are delegating, it's important that you always, but always, a date. So what I've come to understand is that most businesswomen are unsure of how to properly delegate. And as a result, that is why we don't see things getting done. And that is why we're upset and feel like we can do a better job because we've got all of the details as to how to do everything in our heads, but we have yet to write it out on paper for the person that we're getting ready to delegate to. So it's unfair to them and it's unfair to the project. It's unfair to the business attack. Okay? So that's key for you. So again, the first four things in properly delegating like a queen of your own empire is to identify the outcome or results you want for each of your projects or tasks, create your deadline for tasks and milestone dates for your project. Number three was to develop a detailed instructions on how you would like your tasks performed. And then number four was for projects, make sure you create a checklist of tasks that need to be completed, the deadlines for those completions, and any special instructions for each of the tasks that need to have that, right? Now we're moving on to one of my last in the proper way to delegate like a queen, and that is to deal with your trust issues, yes? We have trust issues, and I include myself in it, which is why I say we. I am the queen of this trusting people, but I have learned to snap myself in the behind, put on my big girl panties and trust. And this is what I have learned about trust is that you should be free to trust until someone proves themselves untrustworthy, right? So it's okay to trust. That's what I've learned. It's like, oh, shoot, I could have been trusting this person all along. It's okay to trust. But if you feel you can do a better job than most, then you have got to work on the details of your instructions because that is why you're not trusting. If you have delegated something to someone and then it didn't come back like you expected or was taking too long or you said, shoot, I could do it myself, it simply means that you didn't give them the detailed instructions and you didn't set up a follow-up appointment to look at how they are doing with the project, okay? Here's the next thing in dealing with your trust issues. You've got to be willing to review, proof, and correct. I can tell you right now, nobody is going to turn in a perfect document or a perfect image or logo or whatever it is you're trying to get done. It's not going to be perfect that first time they turn it in. You've got to have some input here. Stop thinking that you're not supposed to be having any input, right? I had a client call me, and she was so upset with her VA, and she was just simply complaining and complaining and complaining. I'm going to let her go, and I'm going to, I'm not going to pay her. If she thinks I'm going to pay her, I'm not going to pay. Oh, she was really irate about the situation. But after she calmed down, and I was able to talk with her, and I asked her multiple questions that led back to her facing the mirror, she realized, okay, this is on me because I did not create detailed instructions. I, what I'm upset about are things that are in the instructions that she never knew. I also never set up a deadline or a task uh, milestone to review what she has done and look at it and review it so that I could see if she was on the right track or not. I didn't, I didn't do that. Do you guys see what I'm saying? So it's important. It's really, really important for us to understand how delegation should work. Okay, so you have to be willing to review, proof, and correct. And last but not least, under deal with your trust issues, remember, no one can be you, but they should be able to follow your directions. So 
the only thing that you should have a problem with is when you give detailed instructions and you've actually gone over it with them and they keep shaking their head saying they really didn't and they go about doing it the wrong way, even though they had the instructions, then you have cause for being upset and getting them on the right track. Okay, but I need you guys to understand that you've got to be able to delegate like a queen. That means that you have to accept some responsibility in the delegation process. And, of course, you never want to abdicate. So there you have it, how to delegate like a queen. I hope that this information has been beneficial to you and that you are going to take it and run with it and start looking at how you can delegate. Uh, For those of you that are interested in having Having your own VA, um, please make sure you go visit uh, the Women About Biz sister site, Solo Assist, that's S-O-L-O-A-S-S-I-S-T.net, soloassist.net, and we'd be more than happy to help provide virtual assistance to you. I want you guys to have a productive week, and remember, you are indeed the queen of your own empire. Take care, everybody. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.